from the heart of America in Chicago, Illinois. It's time for Roker Radio with Al Roker Jr. And now, Al Roker Jr. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Roker Radio, Al Roker Jr. This time, we're going to be coming to you once again from the Windy City Smokeout. Uh, in the shadow of the United Center, in the United Center parking lot, as a matter of fact, August 4th through the 7th this year, a four-day festival. Yes, it's a country music festival, but it's just as much of a festival about beer and barbecue and people watching as it is anything else you've got top-notch country talent here legends oh say willie nelson yes tim mcgraw yes miranda lambert yes sam hunt yes so top-notch country music talent but you also have top-notch barbecue talent and the thing that's so great about this festival is that you're getting barbecue and you're getting pitmasters from around the country usually if you want texas brisket you've got to go to texas at the windy city smokeout the texas brisket comes to you usually you have to go to memphis to get that memphis barbecue no they're coming here same goes for you know atlanta and the south and same goes for uh carolina barbecue uh, missouri uh, style barbecue all the different regions they all come to chicago for the windy city smokeout as a matter of fact i've been talking about the windy city smokeout for years i've been going to the windy city smokeout for years since before it was even over here in the united center parking lot and if you've been a longtime listener to roker radio you know that and hopefully you've been able uh, to catch a fest or two but now the rest of the country is starting to catch up because the Academy of Country Music has named the Windy City Smokeout the Festival of the Year. Yes, the Windy City Smokeout in the shadow of the United Center on the west side of the city of Chicago has been named Festival of the Year by the Academy of Country Music. So that ought to tell you something. And the music? Damn good music. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but the food, the barbecue, is that much better. Oh, thirsty? Plenty of beer from around the country. Plenty of bourbon. Oh, I saw that you could get a carafe of rosé. You can get Mai Tais and all kinds of stuff. It all goes down good here. So uh, if you like barbecue, this is the place for you. If you like music, this is the place for you. If you like beer, this is the place for you. If you like bourbon... This is the place for you. If you like babes, this is the place for you. It's the Windy City Smokeout. And unlike a Lollapalooza or a Riot Fest, uh, which you know that I've been to uh, on multiple occasions and have broadcast from there many times, here you can actually hear the music from anywhere in the event space. You don't have to try and go and crowd yourself up near the front of the stage come into the festival make a left that's where all the barbecue is make a left 
There's plenty of seats. There's plenty of hay to sit on. But that's where all the barbecue is. And you've got speakers all over the place. You've got video uh, boards all over the place. So you won't miss a thing if you're hanging out in the barbecue section the whole time. And uh, one other thing that I love about the Windy City Smokeout, and I don't know why more music fests uh, don't do this. It's being held in the United Center parking lot. Why is that significant? One, you're not on grass. If it rains, it doesn't turn into a mud fest. And if you've been to Lollapalooza, or you've been to Pitchfork, or you've been to Riot Fest, and it has rained, or it's the day after it's rained, or even two days after it's rained, you know that it is an absolute mud fest, and you can forget about those shoes that you wore, because uh, they're going to be useless. They're gone. They're in the trash. Here, wet concrete, not a problem. Second, and I think maybe even most importantly, the United Center itself, the building, is open. Ladies, I know how much you love to use porta potties at music festivals, and there are plenty of porta potties here for you to use. But you can go into the United Center and use the bathrooms there. Nice and clean, certainly much cleaner than a porta potty. If you get overheated, a little hot in August in Chicago, hop into the cool air conditioning of the United Center. Take your food into the United Center. Eat it there. Chill out. Drink your beer. Go to the bathroom. Come back out. That's what makes this festival so great. We're going to talk to some of the best pitmasters from around the country, legendary pitmasters uh, from Texas, uh, from uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, even some places in the country that uh, might surprise you, and some uh, from right here in and around Chicago. So it's the Windy City Smokeout once again from the United Center. Hope you can make it out here this year. If you don't, uh, get your tickets early and make it out here next year. Roker Radio from the Windy City Smokeout. Glad to have you tag along. I am here at the legendary Black's Barbecue from Lockhart, Texas. I am here with Barrett Black, one of the namesakes. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to the Windy City Smokeout. It's your first time here. What do you think? I'm loving it, man. The music is awesome. The weather's been great, and the people are just amazing. This is an amazing event, as you will soon come to see if you don't realize it already talk to me a little bit before we start talking about exactly what you're doing here and and black barbecue specifically tell us a little bit about Lockhart, texas it's really kind of the the, the brisket capital of the world would you say you, you you know better than i so tell me a little bit about Lockhart, texas and what you what you find when you go there. Yeah, I mean, lovely little Lockhart's become legendary because of not only my family, but other families who dedicated their lives to the craft of barbecue way before it was cool, way before Windy City, way before any of this stuff. And uh, we're so glad that they did. My great-grandfather started our business, and uh, my grandparents perfected it, and now my dad my brother and I are carrying on that tradition to keep that alive. And where is Lockhart, Texas located? Oh, uh, you're flying to Austin. We're just 30 miles south of Austin. 30 miles south of Austin. I've got some friends who are in Austin, Texas. All right. Well, you got me now. There you go. We can be friends. So, Black's Barbecue has been in business for how long? 90 years. It's our 90th anniversary. That's how 
Yes. And you specialize in brisket, beef brisket. And that's really what Texas barbecue was all about. You're all about the beef now. Yeah. Right? We smell the cows. We smell barbecue B E E F. It's all about the beef. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So what is your preparation for a brisket? Uh, you got to start with a great brisket. You know, we work with a lot of different ranchers and you know get the best of the cattle from each of those ranches. And then it's just simple salt, pepper, and smoke. You know, fortunately, post oak wood grows prevalently everywhere. And then my great grandfather's backyard, so that's what we started using, and it makes great barbecue. You know, the more post oak smoke, the better. And that's really where most of the flavor comes from. And I mentioned this a little bit earlier in my intro about about the festival. Uh, you're getting a legit real deal black barbecue when you come here. You have been here smoking brisket, am I correct? Oh yeah, yeah. We, we brought up a smoker you know, all the way up from Texas, and you know they let's borrow another one. And my philosophy is any smoker anywhere, we'll figure out how to get the flavor out of it. There you go. And so what? Uh, so I know you're doing brisket here. What else are you doing here? Uh, we've got homemade sausage. My grandfather's recipe sausage. Mm. It's a beef sausage, and the beef comes from our briskets because we got to trim them a certain shape and size. And so all those trimmings go into our brisket with just a touch of pork. Are you getting hungry yet, folks? This is amazing. <laughs> so 90 years of business, black barbecue. They specialize in brisket, sausage here. And again, you don't have to take the trip down to Austin or just uh, outside of Austin. You can come to the Winter City Smokeout and have, have black barbecue come to you. What do you think of the festival so far? Uh, I mean, it's just incredible. I just, I can feel the energy just getting better and better as more and more people get here. The, you know, different band. Willie's coming on tonight. So right. I'm excited about that. How about that? Yeah. So it's, and people just tell me it just gets better every day. It's my first year, but uh, I'm already having a great time. I like to ask uh, the pitmasters who come here. Uh, I have a little second called Rip Tips. So what would be one tip? that you would give to the person at home who is barbecuing or smoking, what would you be the uh, 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 great tip that you would give them? It could be about equipment, it could be about seasoning, it could be about quality the meat, quality the wood, whatever you would consider to be uh, a, a good start. When it comes to building flavor and you know perfecting your technique for any barbecue meat, start with just seasoning with salt and pepper. And before you add rosemary or any other things, cumin, whatever flavors you might like, just perfect it with the salt and pepper first because you're adding so many other variables. People complicate it way too much without really perfecting the meat part of it first. That's all we cook with, and we get great flavor just out of salt, pepper, and smoke. Uh, but occasionally I'll add some other things at the end of the cook, but uh, just simplify it in the beginning and perfect that. There you have it, straight from the man's mouth. Barrett Block from Black's Barbecue, legendary from Lockhart, Texas, here in Chicago for the weekend for the Windy City Smokers. Thanks so much for spending a minute with me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right, we were just in we were just in Texas. How about we take a trip to North Carolina? We are here at the legendary Sam Jones Barbecue here with Michael. They are a veteran of the Windy City Smokeout. How many years? I think we've been 15, 19. This is our sixth year. Sixth year. Sixth year here at the Windy City Smokeout. And you guys are world famous for your whole hog. That is a, that is a, that is a uh, uh, 
No pun intended. That is a whole different breed of animal. Isn't yeah, it? we're known for a whole hog. We chop it up. We're vinegar-based style sauce. We top it with sweet slaw. And people seem to love it. Tell me a little bit about, you said vinegar uh, style sauce. People here in Chicago aren't used to that vinegar style yeah, sauce. Right. And so maybe you, you hear that and maybe you get turned off a little bit. But uh, why is that vinegar sauce so important for going with whole hog? You know, I, I'm not sure why it's important. It's just what we've why always. Why does it work so well? I just put it right, right. So with our style of barbecue, it works very well. Um, regionally in North Carolina, vinegar sauce is what we do. Uh, the way we assemble our sandwich with a very sweet sugar-based slaw helps to create a great balance for a flavor profile. But um, you know, the vinegar is just what we have always done. And I can see how people could think it may be overbearing. However, we spend so much time burning wood down and using the coals to cook our pig. We do not overbear it with the sauce. It's more of a dressing and a compliment, more so than to take over the, the, the whole flavor of the bite. Um, so it is, it is vinegar-based, but it is not overbearing. How long does it take you to smoke a whole hog? Uh, I mean, if you need to push one, we can get it done in about 12 hours. But if, you know, at the restaurant if setting. If you're in a hurry, you got to push one, it's 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in a restaurant setting, our hogs will cook anywhere from, you know, 18 to 30 hours. We just kind of stage them and drag them along. Because it's crazy when you're cooking, you know, smoked meats. 25 degrees up or down can really make a difference in time. You know, 250 versus 225 is a whole different cook. We, we always hear the term like low and slow, low right. and slow. Yep. Uh, but there really is something to that. Yeah, there is, and you know you're giving it, um, you know, you're, you're cooking at a lower temperature, so that you know meat will quit taking smoke at a certain degree of temperature, and you're doing low and slow. You're just giving it more time to absorb that. And you're actually smoking hog here, correct? We are. Yep. Yeah, so you're, and, yeah. and I will say, smoking's a little bit of a a term that's a little arbitrary for us so we burn we burn wood down and make coal and we use that coal as our heat source so smoke's a byproduct of that so as far as like smoking like people would think of in a texas setting an offset smoker where there's just an abundance of smoke rolling across the meat that's not quite our style we do have a smoke flavor to our meat that is different than someone cooking say with propane um, but it is not an overbearing smoky thing and, and i'm not suggesting that offset smokers are overbearing i'm just saying we're not intentionally smoking something. We're cooking with coals and smoke is a bright part of that. We're here with the taking the time to smoke is get yourself a good instant read thermometer because if you're going to put the time and time into the cook you're going to invest the money into the quality meat there's no need to wonder have the thermometer know where you're at in your cook and you know and and reap the rewards of pulling it at the right time and and with that also if you're new to barbecue i think it's some i'm sorry some people may disagree I think cooking pork is a little bit more forgiving. So start with a pork butt. Um, start with a rack of ribs. You know, brisket takes a little more attention to detail and resting. 
Um, if you're going to cook brisket and you really want to find success with it, that rest is very important. But cooking a pork butt is a great entry thing. Use that SRE thermometer, I think you'll find success. That's a fantastic Thank you very much. Have fun here at the Windy Smoke Out. Uh, I almost, I almost uh, passed out from my uh, heat uh, big, you know, exposure a couple of years ago. Oh, I think the weather's going to be perfect this This weekend. is the best day I've ever had here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sweating. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Well, we just had Lollapalooza in Chicago for four days. How about Hogapalooza in Chicago? I'm here with Hogapalooza from Wynn, Arkansas. Welcome back to the Windy City Smokehouse. Oh, thank you very much. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else. We're here. Where in Arkansas is Wynn? Where would I fly into? Mm, not to win. <laughs> <laughs> if you flew into wind, you'd be a, in a crop duster. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Memphis. We're 50 miles west of Memphis, Tennessee. Very good. And uh, by, the, by the name, I would assume that you are into cooking all forms of pork. Oh, yeah. I tell people, if, if it'll fit through the doors of that grill, we can cook it. What are you cooking here? For the okay. So we're gonna do baby back ribs, uh, Boston butt, and our world famous smoked baked beans. So we use cherry wood on everything. That's 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 our go-to. And what kind of sauce do you use with your with your ribs? Okay, we make our own um, vinegar-based sauce. So you do a vinegar-based sauce? For yes. Because around, around these parts, we're more of a kind Tom of tomato-based. Tomato-based. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, vinegar-based sauces are to to us. That's the um, that's the signature sauce for pulled pork. Because that, that's kind of like when they started. You know, vinegar was cheap. You know, a lot of people didn't have a lot of money, and and they used vinegar base sauces because they can make it real cheap but it just to me it uh it just when you when you mix that hot pulled pork with that vinegar you know man it just gets you right here you just can't beat it can't beat it yeah now i'm asking everyone for a in air quotes a rib tip so what would be a tip that you would give to the people listening right now grilling at home Still want to get the most out of this summer, and this tip could be any tip you want. It could be about the meat, it could be about the equipment, it could be about the seasoning. What would you say would be your number one tip to the the person going right. out into the backyard okay. this weekend? Here's my tip. All right, get a grill that you like and practice on it, just like you would if you were playing baseball or taking piano lessons. Like anything, the more you use it, the better you get. And when you say practice on it, so oh yeah, you're just saying just, just the just more you do cooking. it, the better you're gonna get. Well, you know what's good about this day and time? I mean, we started in the '80s, you know, by trial trial and error. But it doesn't seem to to men of a certain age, the '80s doesn't seem like it was that long ago. I know that's right. And it turns out that guess what? The '80s were pretty long ago. Yeah. yeah. I promise you, when I wake up in the morning, I'll go, man, yeah. 80s was a long time ago, because I won't be able to move. Um, 
but anyway, you know, it's like anything. The more you work on it, the more you use it, the better you get. And then, you know, like we've done it so long on these grills that, you know, I don't, we don't have to pin it with a thermometer or anything. You, know, you can you look know at it and not. you can, yes, yeah, done or no, it's not. Because you're just familiar with it. Just like anybody at their job, you know, you've been at your job 10, 15, 20 years. No one has to tell you what to do. It's the same thing with pits. But what I was going to get to is in in today's era, you know, man, you can get on YouTube and just look for hours and hours. Guys that are giving tips, different grills, different products. So I just find one that you're comfortable with and ask questions and, and do a little research before I bought one and then just let it go. And I promise you, when we first started out, I threw a bunch of meat in the garbage. <laughs> but uh, paid off in the end. Yeah, but we got better. But we we paid our dues. So come by tomorrow. I promise you. Anybody wants to come by Hogapalooza, you won't be disappointed. There you go. Save yourself a plane ticket to Memphis and come to the Winter City Smokeout and enjoy some support from Hogapalooza. The next time you're in Memphis, just hop the old red Fifty-minute drive go to, go to, to the beautiful Arkansas Delta. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Oh yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Al Roker Jr. Roper Radio at the Windy City Smokeout here at Smoke Queen Barbecue with Sunny and Winnie from Los Angeles, California. Am I reading that right? When I when I think Los Angeles. I don't think barbecue, I think tofu. <laughs> well, we can barbecue tofu if you like. <laughs> I do have vegans who ask if we have vegan options. So, this is California for you. Oh, that's the is this your first time at the Windy City Smokeout? Yes, it is. And so, what are some of the things that you are offering here? So, we've got the brisket sandwich. It's made with our Japanese handmade milk bun and a sesame slaw, and then we have a pork belly chashu with tallow fried rice. Wow, so that's quite a different option from what other people here are offering. So how is it that you got into the barbecue game in the first place? So I'm a restaurateur by trade, and uh, my restaurants were closed during the pandemic. And so I started dabbling in smoking at home, and my first brisket came out really bad. So I kept on. Good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I kept on researching online and asking questions and just trial and error. And then one day my husband says, "Why don't you sell your barbecue?" So I, I did, and that was two years ago, and now I'm here. But have you? And, and how are you doing? That was a really tough time for restaurants, and it's still tough. Yes, for, re for a lot of restaurants are still trying to pick up the pieces, and my restaurants as well, but thankfully, Smoking Barbecue is doing phenomenal. Every weekend, we have a pop-up, and we sell out. Uh, people can't get enough of our food, and I think I just, I don't try to imitate something. I feel like, you know, barbecue belongs to all to all uh, ethnicities, and so I take what I know and what I'm familiar with, and I integrate it into the 
uh, into my barbecue. And I think it's a fresh perspective um, compared to um, traditional style barbecue. And you know, not, not, not that one is better than another, but I think uh, barbecue uh, lends to you making it your own, and that's what I'm doing. You can, you can put your own spin on it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's all live fire cooking. I've been asking all the pit masters here today to give me a quote-unquote rib tip, a tip that they could give to the listener who is barbecuing at home. And it's funny because I have one person say, you could go on YouTube for hours and hours and hours and find things and pick up things from there. Uh, you said, you know, you just started tinkering and going and going. What was the one, what was the, the biggest help to you, the biggest tip that you got? Well, I have a degree, I have a background in pastry, so understanding the science uh, and the art of barbecue really helps. You know, understanding where that, which part of the, the animal that part of meat came from, whether it's a, a muscle that's used a lot, like the hams or shoulders, it's tough. Whereas the tenderloin, the animal doesn't use that muscle that much, so it's very tender. So those you can grill hot and fast. The tough meats you got to do low and slow, you know. Um, but also trial and error. And the one thing I need to say is you need to manage your fire, and that's all. It doesn't matter what you're cooking out of. You can cook out of a trash can, a metal one, <laughs> and make it taste and make it taste good as long as you know how to manage your fire and manage your heat. Coals, you know, fire and coals are not the same thing. So I thought it was when I started, and I was wrong. Fire and coal are not the same thing. When you come down to the Windy City Smokeout, go visit Smoke Queen Barbecue. The next time you find yourself in the City of Angels, go and check out Smoke Queen Barbecue. Thanks so much. Thank Have you. a great time this weekend. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. Now, not everyone here at the Windy City Smokeout is from Texas or Carolina or Los Angeles, as we even saw. A lot of local flavor here as well. From Plainfield, Illinois, Station One Smokehouse. We're here with, uh, with Brad. How you doing? Doing great, man. Hell yeah. Excited to be here. It's our first year here. Uh, I used to run Green Street, so I was here a little bit last year helping them guys out, but fun event. Oh, nice. You know, uh, a quick story about Green Street. Uh, I was talking to my, my buddy, uh, Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue. Sure, hell yeah. And uh, he opened up Dr. Barbecue, the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, in... uh, when I ran Green, he was in there a few times. Okay. At least. I think on your tour once, too, maybe. Okay. And I, and I said, I said, uh, man, uh, Ray, can you ship some of your brisket? Go, no, we don't do brisket, but go to go to uh, Green Street, okay. get some uh, brisket. So... Well, that's how that goes. But yeah, great place. If you have never been to Green, I suggest getting there. Meet Dave Bonner. He's the chef partner over there, kicking ass. How did you get started in the in the barbecue game? Man, I started cooking fine dining. I got out of that. Uh, I owned a butcher shop, and that's kind of what introduced Boy, me. Boy, that is. You think radio's dying on free yeah, butcher man. shops, yeah, man? We did whole animal, whole cows, whole pigs, whole lamb oh. whatever oh. but uh we, we didn't do barbecue we had a smoker and i do everything but barbecue uh long story short we sold that meat market after having about five years i got back in the restaurant game i was itching to get back in and uh landed at green street uh and was there for four years running the show until 
until it's time to open Station One Smokehouse. And how long has Station One been open up? Uh, coming up on four years, December 2018. We're opening another location soon. Uh, we just broke ground in Yorkville, Illinois. Okay. So that'll be location two for us. What is we've been kicking ass. You, you don't get all the notoriety out in the suburbs and whatnot, but people travel for good barbecue, and, and they know. And we, we're, we're doing pretty damn good out there. If someone comes out to Plainfield uh, to go to Station 1, what do you recommend they pick off the menu? Yeah, man. So we do Texas barbecue. I do a little of everything. Uh, you can order meats by the pound. So if you want one slice, quarter pound, one rib. Do I look like whatever. a one slice, one rib kind of guy? No, here? no. But if you're eating eight <laughs> different meats, you can't eat a half pound of everything. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's true. Not that I haven't tried. But uh, briskets are number one all day, every day. Uh, we do in-house sausages. Everything's in-house. The only thing we outsource is bread. But, uh, yeah, I'd recommend getting a sampler platter. Just make your own variety plate. All the sides are scratch-made and uh, season-changing with the weather and whatnot. Nice. Now, it looks like you've kind of gone a little off the beaten path here with your menu at uh, yeah, at the so Windy City Smokeout. So what are you, what are you serving here? We're, we're featuring a beef short rib dish and also a pork belly dish. But we wanted with a, a little Vietnamese, Vietnamese flair. Um, I didn't want to cook straight barbecue because enough places are. Uh, I wanted to do something a little different. Uh, so we're doing the beef short rib bonzeo, which is a, a Vietnamese crepe with the smoked beef short rib, uh, pickled vegetables, a bunch of fresh herbs, just light, refreshing, uh, different flavor profiles. The pork belly has a lemongrass caramel glaze on it. Uh, we smoke it and then finish it on the grill to char it up and glaze it up real nice. That goes with a fresh slaw. And then we're doing fried Brussels sprouts out here as well. I've been asking so, so all not of... everyday menu items for us. I mean, we do cook short ribs on the weekends always. I do have pork belly in our menu every day, but we're just kind of changing it up. You got to do something different. No, it's good. Effects. It's good to it's good to, to get that change in the palate. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. when you're at a festival yeah. like this, you know, it's kind of nice to flex a bit. I did ten years of fine dining, not for all for nothing that I cook barbecue now, but it's it's fun to. It's fun to, to cook and do, do shit a little different than some people. Well, you'd be the perfect person to ask for this. I've been asking everyone that I've interviewed today for a, quote-unquote, a rib tip, a tip that they would give the people who are listening right now who are grilling at home, barbecuing. And this could be any type of type of tip to, regarding the meat, regarding uh, the, you know, sauces or, you know, what type of yeah, sure. equipment they're using. What would what would be your that, your best rib tip? Man, I could talk you through our process. That'd be easier than giving a tip. It's, <laughs> it's a process. I can't give you just one piece. Okay. But it's all what you start with, what quality of meat you're using. I mean, if you start with shit, you're going to end with shit. Uh, so, so use a good cut of meat. Uh, we like to season our, our ribs a couple hours before they hit the smoker. Let that salt and the rub penetrate the meat a bit. But uh, we just bring in great meats. Our, our base of everything we do is salt, pepper, garlic. There's a couple other things going on, but uh, the main part of it's just that. Uh, we do whole spare ribs, so we're seasoning a couple hours ahead. We cook about 275 degrees. We'll let them go about three hours. Uh, then we start spritzing, and we're hit it with our mop sauce. Uh, one, one good tip if you're holding them, cooking them earlier in the day and serving them later, what we do when our ribs are smoked and done we'll wrap them in butcher paper with a piece of parchment paper. Uh, one trick that we do is we'll lay down a little simple syrup, and that's just to give it a nice sheet. So when we open that back up, there's some fat that's melted, that's mixed with the simple syrup. 
and you open the slab of ribs and it's juicy and it's moist and glistening. It just just looks right. And it's a good way to hold them so they don't dry out on you. That's awesome. And that's also another a, a, a simple tip that you gave, uh, you know, good ingredients, good meat, good, I mean, if you want the food to taste good, use good ingredients because you can tell the difference. All right, here's your here's the time to give the the big plug. People are going to come out to Plainfield, going to come out to Smoke One uh, Smokehouse, Station One Smokehouse. Uh, where you're located, what's your website, the whole nine yards. Yeah, so we're, our theme was always Texas Barbecue. We ended up in an old fire station, hence the name Station One Smokehouse. There's the town's original fireplace. Beautiful old brick building, tall ceilings. She's got a real cool feel for it. We got doors up front that open up so we can open up to the patio. I have a wide open environment and all that stuff. Uh, but Instagram is Station One Barbecue, BBQ.com. Or excuse me, Station One BBQ. Our website, Station One Barbecue.com. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Well, after living, after living in Chicago on the south side in Hyde Park for my entire life, my wife and I just moved to Joliet six months ago. Oh, so you will see my ass <laughs> waddle through the oh, door yeah. very soon. Oh, yeah. Sounds great. Pleasure. Thank you much. Thank you. Take it easy. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Okay, Northsiders, rejoice. I'm here with the man who kind of put Chicago on the barbecue mat. It's, uh, it's Barry from Smoke Barbecue. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. How many years is this for you with the Windy City Smoke Out? God, I've lost count, but we've done it every year that they've done it, except last year. Last year we didn't because it was a complicated year for everybody. Um, but we've been here since they started this event, and it just keeps getting bigger and better. And it's really blown up. I used to, I remember when it was over by the Tribune, where they're going to put the casino. Yeah. And then they moved it over here a few years ago, and this thing has really taken off. Well, and I remember before that, it was at the, um, like a parking lot on like Illinois Avenue, like Illinois and Grand or something, like Illinois and uh, so over by Shaw's Crab House. Yeah, right, 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 right okay, there. sure. So it was a tiny little parking lot. And to see what it's become, it's like it's got to be one of the biggest barbecue fests in the country. And it's one of my favorite fests. I don't know you call it a music fest, a food fest, a little bit of both. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I try and get everybody to come down. It's great fun. Everyone's always in a good mood. People are here to see good music and eat good food and, you know, have good things to drink. And, you know, it's a vibe that uh, it's hard to describe, but it's, it's, it's great to be a part of it. What are you serving up here this year? So we're doing um, Texas-style salt and pepper spare ribs. And then we're kind of doing a... Uh, so is that, so is that a, a beef rib or is it a pork rib? No, it's a pork rib, but we season up with just straight salt and pepper, heavy on the pepper, so it's like a really intense flavor. It sounds like it's going to be dull and simple, but it's not. It's a great, it's a great rib, and that's like that's traditional Texas barbecue. Um, and then we're doing kind of a mashup of like Chicago and Texas. We're doing a uh, a smoked uh, chili dog with pimento cheese and candied jalapenos. And that's great that's fun also, yeah. Were your, the edibles kicked in the day you uh, got back up? <laughs> no, you know, it's something we used to do it every once in a while as a staff meal. And we thought, oh, let's do it here. It seems to be a favorite. Uh, and then we're doing, as our side, we're doing a, uh, a cheddar scallion biscuit, which okay. has been kind of the, it's actually been a selling way more than we anticipated. So it seems to be going over well. That's awesome. Now, for people who don't know your story, you just kind of like... You were a, like a tinkerer, and you just kind of <laughs> yeah. fell into this, right? Yes, be careful with your barbecue hobby. It could, you know, <laughs> it could get out of control. Um, yeah, no, I started cooking in my backyard, and I was working in a different career and getting increasingly frustrated with it, and eventually I thought, you know, I'd rather make ribs. 
So. There you go. And, <laughs> and, and, and make everybody happy. It's like being yes. the ice cream man or something. It's yes. Like you bring smiles to everybody's face. Yes, I was pretty good at my other job, too, with my last career, but I never made anybody this happy. Right. So, there, right. There you go. All right, one final question for you. I've been asking everybody for a rib tip for all the people at home. Oh. So, a tip for the people at home who are barbecuing on the weekends. It could be, and it could be about anything. It could be about food, the equipment, anything. My tip is keep it simple and get the basics right. You know, everyone's always focused on like crazy secret ingredients and weird things that they're putting in their rubs and their sauces. And really, it's just about smoking them properly. Smoke them properly. All you need is salt and pepper. It's as good as anything you're going to eat. You know, it's interesting because I was just golfing the other day. And I always tell like, my friends I'm golfing with, I'm like, who, who do you think you are? Arnold Palmer? Just get the ball on the green. Right. You don't have to hunt, hunt for the pin. Just get it on the green. Yes. And so you're, that's the same thing. You're just saying, yes. keep it simple, stupid, as, yes. my, as my friend Karen Hand used to tell me. And it's, at its essence, barbecue is about the meat and the smoke, and everything else is, you know, window dressing. People want to head up to the north side to smoke barbecue, where you're located, what's your website, all the good stuff. But social media, that's how old I am now. Asking people for their websites. Too old school now. Um, See, so we are at 3800 North Pulaski, uh, right off the Kennedy Expressway. Uh, you can see us at smokebarbecue.com, S M O Q U E B B Q.com. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that coming this fall, we are opening up Smoke Steakhouse. So, we got a new, a new, a new concept coming down the pipe. Outstanding. Thank you so much for it. Have fun here. The weather finally cooperates. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't do better than this. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>